0: Welcome to the Job Search Podcast with your host, John Rivero, where we will be interviewing leading industry experts to help you get the job that you want. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Canadian Job Search Podcast. My name is John Ribeiro, your host, and today we've got a very special guest who's gonna be sharing insights on his recent job search journey, but also gonna be sharing insights on what it takes to succeed in today's job market. With everything that's been happening around this pandemic and with COVID, we know that the numbers are astronomical in terms of candidates that are looking for work today. And I'm hoping, and I know, not hoping, but I know that our guest today is gonna give us some really good insight on what it's gonna take to succeed. So please help me welcome Elliot Ng, who is a director of customer success and a leadership coach to our podcast today. So welcome Elliot.
1: Thank you so much, John, for inviting me for this podcast.
0: And uh, it's a pleasure to have you here with us. I know you and I, we actually met earlier this year at an event. Uh, It was reconnecting, I think, because we worked for an organization. We both worked for the same organization a few years back together. And uh, it it was just so nice to just reconnect and and to chat with you. And now to have you as a guest on the podcast.
1: Likewise. Yeah, it was wonderful that we got to meet in person uh, before COVID lockdown.
0: Yes. I know. I know. I kind of, you know, when I think back, you know, going to live events and, you know, being around people, shaking hands to me today, it seems so foreign. And to tell you the truth, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I kind of like being in (laughs) this, I kind of like being around people. So it's going to be interesting what the new world is going to look like when we do get back into a room together, you know, or it's all, I almost feel like we're going to have, everybody's going to be walking around in little bubbles and everybody's going to can't even do a fist bump because everybody's going to be a little afraid to do that. So (laughs) yeah, definitely going to be interesting for sure. So, you know, as as we go through our podcast and and let's just get into it. I know you recently, you went through a job search journey because you were in the process of looking for a promotion in your career. So if you could just share a little bit of that journey with us, I, I, I know my audience member would love to hear that.
1: Okay. Thank you. Um, so to me, um, um, as a director of customer, customer success, um, I think to me, the it, it, it was many, many, many months of journey to really understand what I am looking for um, and be absolutely clear about myself first, which is a long, long, long journey to understand. Um, so I, I would say everything start even way before even a resume in and, a and sense that you know, uh, what what is the fulfillment that I, that I have from my life in the sense that what what makes me happy uh, and also what challenges me? And maybe another way to look at it is uh, for those who understand what a mojo is, you know what get me going? What, where's mm-hmm. my mojo for that? Um, and And it was really uh, thank you to, uh, to my to my coaching school. It really taught me for the sense of what is my fulfillment uh, in that. So my step one for me is is to complete a, a version of uh, we call it a wheel of life uh, to understand in within within the um, the workplace work life you know what different wedges of my of of my life imagine my life is kind of like a like a slice of uh, like a big pizza different mm-hmm. sli- slices of my life what 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 do I like right so I wrote down you know leading a team is something that I like I, I wrote down. Starting something from scratch and, and 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 building it from the ground up is something that I like I also wrote down that uh, analytics is something that's really important to me for that. So so that sort of get me first started to understand myself first before I can even uh, connect with anyone else.
0: Mm, excellent. So and, and what was that process like for you? I know you talked about going through the wheel of life and answering some of those quick questions, answering some of those questions as part of that. So you know, you said it took you some time. So how much time and effort did you actually put into your job search? Because it's the question that I get asked a lot, you know, how much time should I be putting into this? Uh, you know, if, I, if I'm looking for a new role, if I, I'm thinking about doing some sort of switch in my career, how much time should I actually be contributing to this process?
1: I would say that probably took close to a year or even longer. I, mm-hmm. and everything started off maybe about last summer, uh, 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 in 2019, really started to understand uh, what what it really means, right? Uh, and and it's a continuous process because what 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 matters then it was just that point in time, right? But but I, I think if if this thought process is done properly, the, the motivation or, or things that give me the mojo should be consistent over time, right? Like whatever get me going today should be somewhat similar even 5 years out 10 years out because because it's also about connecting my own fulfillment and my own life purpose for
0: that yeah so so as you were planning for your for i guess the next step in your career the the change the transformation you, you thought about it long term right because i know you know in, in some of the candidates that i've spoken to it's pretty much i just need something now right like i just want to get into something now because um, you know, I got bail, I got bills to pay and all that stuff. So if you were given the choice and I'm going to ask you, Elliot, cause you just kind of went through this exercise recently. If you were given the choice, would you just jump into something immediately or would you hold out for something better?
1: Uh, I would say it all depends on the the situation of the person, right? Mm-hmm. So in, 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 in the case that you talked about bills to pay, you know, uh, just need something right now. Then I think obviously the, the, Process would be very different in the sense that try to understand what the marketplace is looking for, right, and and, and try to to fit in into uh, into the roles available out there, and, and sort of try to put uh, try to put the requirement of it into fit in the, the, the person, right? Mm-hmm. Where where the versions I've been talking about and the versions I'm actually teach my client is is to do a longer horizon version of it. Uh, to really understand much better about of a fit, uh, rather than uh, rather than just putting it, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess just really taking on uh, on on any job.
0: Yeah. No, and I'm with you. And and I think depending on where you are in your career and at what stage, sometimes you just got to jump in just to kind of get a feel for what's right. And I guess as you get more seasoned and more comfortable in your role, as you mature you know, this is where you start to really figure out what the next piece of the path starts to look like. So yeah, no, that's great advice. So as you were going through your journey, what was, what would you say was your biggest challenge?
1: Um, I would say the biggest challenge uh, at the beginning was that once I figured out what I want, but, but also writing in a sense that it actually makes sense for myself and also makes sense for others, right? So it's like me as a marketer, um, um, even as a marketer, I find it extremely difficult to market myself. Right. Um, and, and in, a sense that, in a sense that, uh, let's say if I want to do X, Y, Z, and then try to say it in a way that the words actually make sense, trying to say that to make it, that it sounds appealing. And sometimes it sounds so forceful, uh, that I'm trying to sell. My I'm trying to tell other people about what I am versus is actually something very natural um almost kind of like this current podcast that we're in that's mm-hmm. much more uh, much more conversational much more organic rather than the forceful part i I think to me that's the that's the most difficult part is to really almost like double click from from the the vision statement from that and what it actually means
0: yeah. No, and, and you're right, 100%. I'm with you too. I, I find it so difficult. It's easier to take somebody and market somebody else than it is your own self, right? Absolutely. So, so how did you overcome the challenge? What did you do? What were some of the steps that you did to really market yourself in a way that's that was going to align you with the type of work that you wanted to do? Um, so
1: this is the part that is quite interesting. And that this is the part that is a, is a slightly different answer. I I, okay. I I imagine in a sense that by me helping others, uh, through coaching, right. By me, helping so many job seekers who lost a job because of COVID by me seeing how many people who've been very confused and have a lot of self doubt about themselves, the more I process that version for my, for, for the coaches, the more I understand myself better.
0: Hmm. Okay. So, so yeah. So in a way,
1: in a way, I found I found a way, almost like I found a way to recharge myself in the sense that by by me helping, uh, I remember uh, I remember client uh, number one. It was it was a friend of mine. I I I, I feel a lot of connection that you know knowing that there will be uh, uh, laid off very soon. That the warning sign is a uh, laid off, mm-hmm. um, and being very crystal clear. Uh, with the very similar process I was just uh, sharing earlier about what what is be crystal clear about what what matters what what is the what is the value process, proposition what is the secret sauce um, uh, of of my friend and be laser focusing on that but also seeing the results that by clarifying this way um, there's a there's more response from from recruiters there's more response from that. That sort of re-engages me, again, to be much more clear of myself as well.
0: Nice. So getting clarity, and that's a big part of it, right? Like, I think if people just get clear in terms of what it is they want to do, that right there is going to make a huge difference for them, right? <laughs> I Absolutely, know, yeah. Right? Right. And it sounds like it, it was one of the things that was successful for you too, right? Like just getting clarity and, and working with your clients and, and working with you know some of the people that you were coaching. So the question is, and, and not everybody is gonna have clients that they can turn to Is there any sort of self-reflective exercises that people can do to get to a point of clarity without having to necessarily work with, or, you know, necessarily be a coach to assist other people? Is there any strategies or tips that you can share with the audience members to to kind of help them get some of that clarity?
1: Yeah, I I find that um, sort of writing iterative versions of that really helpful. And I also find that even doing in a way let's say you write a um, um, bullet points about what you are, but maybe say in front of the mirror um, mm. and say it enough times to see that whether that actually make any sense at all, right? Um, and, and sometimes let's say even go for a walk outside uh, uh, and then afterwards just come back and then just read it out to, to yourself. And, and, yeah. and then we really give you a sense of what you're saying is actually connected with anybody.
0: Yeah, no, excellent. Great point. And, you know, it's a great way to, 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 to kind of measure the, uh, (laughs) I'm going to call it the BS meter, right? So if you're looking in the mirror, and you're reading back these things to yourself, you know, are the belief systems that you have in place supporting what you're saying, right? Or are the things that you're saying, not necessarily aligning and resonating with you? And that's great, because I I feel like, you know, if people just got into a room, and they were clear in terms of what they were going to do, I, I would only imagine that that would also impact your confidence, right?
1: Absolutely. I think I think having a good sense of self clarity make everything else much easier. That, in, in a sense, what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to give the tips is that is once the once yourself is being very clear, like what you said earlier, the clarity of yourself, then then slowly by slowly. Uh, that's why I call it make things happen slowly mm-hmm. by slowly things will be manifested because uh, let, let, let's say, you know, I, I actually like purple, for example, but I never tell people I would like purple and I keep, you know, say, I keep holding it back that the fact that I like purple and then blue comes, Oh, blue might be interested. Red comes, red might be interested, but, but it's hard for the universe to manifest it because if I tell people that I like purple, then somehow, somewhere, the purple would be shown up in my life.
0: Yeah. No, I, and actually this is a whole other podcast on its own, just in terms (laughs) of manifesting and no, but a hundred percent having, and just going back to what you were saying, you know, manifesting the career that you want comes from the clarity of making sure, you know what it is you want to do. And, you know, Absolutely. just, you know, going back to your purple, blue, your purple example, if you don't know that you're looking for purple, even though you don't have to say it, um, I, I think what ends up happening is something else will show up for you because you don't have that clarity. And, you know, instead of taking the, the purple, you're going to take a blue just because it's there. It's like, oh, it's close enough. It's kind of like a tint of purple. So I'll kind of take that. And then you find that you're just not happy with that. So yeah, no, for sure. When it comes to the manifesting piece of it, having the clarity actually helps those things show up for you too, right? Cause the conversations you start to have with people start to be very different because now you're speaking a different language, right? Cause you're clear in terms of where you want to go.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like having the mind and body connected because it's the clarity of self. Um, mm-hmm. and also because of the clarity of self, uh, well, let's say talking to people uh, become less nervous, and even uh, even writing in, like let's say a LinkedIn introductions uh, to to a potential recruiter, uh, that would be much more connected as well, right? Uh, or, or even just having any virtual uh, uh, networking chats as well.
0: Yeah, no, for sure, and and I, I I see the the importance and I see the the value of doing that. Because, and I see this too, and I'm sure you've seen it as well, when you're at networking events and people come up to you and it's like, hello, how are you doing? Uh, The conversation never goes anywhere because there's no depth to it, right? And, you know, if you're clear in terms of what you're doing, if you're clear in terms of your, um, you know, your end goal, right? And, you know, you're very clear in terms of your vision for what you want to do. Then you can go up to somebody and say, hey, I want to meet you for this reason. Here's what I'd like to learn from you. And this is where you really start to add value back to your network, right? And you start to build different types of relationships as well because of the clarity, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. So I think it really connects to the fact that after months and months of figuring that one out, after months and months of networking and telling others, um, then it sort of come back to, uh, I'm just reading out a little bit from the about section on my LinkedIn, for example, mm-hmm. right. Uh, I, 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 now the version that I have now is I said, I make things happen, a growth marketing executive focusing on customer centricity, operational excellence, and scrum leadership to grow millions of customers and base revenue. Uh, and that alone took months and months to figure it out, but once it's clear, uh, notice how crystal clear what the vision statement is, what, what mm-hmm. is something that Elliot could offer uh, rather than really wishy-washy about what's going on, rather than the fact that, oh, I'm compatible with X, Y, and Z, I, I'm actually really flexible, um, you know, throw anything at us, uh, at me, I can actually help you solve the challenge and become much more granular, much more specific, uh, and much more clear.
0: Yeah, no, I no, And that's an excellent point, right? Like getting, you know, and, and people think, you know, you write a sentence and that's it, right? You're done. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know what, this is this is what I do, or this is the type of work that I'm, I'm involved in. But you're right, you know, it takes it's a process, right? And it takes a couple of revisions to get to a point where a single line can make a world of difference in terms of explaining to people what you do. So thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. Um, What I want to ask you next and and somebody as a leader, you know, you are a director of customer, customer success. Um, You know, I'm sure you've gone through the process where you've had to recruit people and hire people for your own department and for your own team. So what are some of the things that you look for as a, as a director? You know, what are you looking for in people, especially today in today's environment, what are you looking for? in a candidate to to stand out and to be different.
1: yeah, so it's been uh, it's been a humbling experience um, to be able to on the on be on the hiring side. Uh, and then one thing that uh, I think a lot of candidates don't realize is as much work it is from the candidate to prepare you know the resume the the cover letter packages there. there's actually even more work on the recruiting side to go through uh, to be very clear to go through, the whole process and I'm in process to figure things out there. So I think to me, uh, at this day and age, in particular with COVID work from home, uh, what I really look for is somebody who's really good at communication. Mm. Uh, communication, not, not not saying that need to be public speaking kind of communication, but communication in a sense that in the past, we I could have just gone to someone's desk and just talked to them just to see how they're doing, right? Or, or if, if anything got stuck, I can just walk over, but now that we're working from home, um, you know, sometimes there's just so many meetings and things that people might might not be able to be available there, right? So, so by being good at communication, uh, by being uh, um, uh, being able to connect with un- one another, really helps to figure things out what's needed and what's help they need. Uh, to me, that's a that's a really really key uh, thing to do. Um, I would say another thing is because I'm in a customer success uh, division is the amount of empathy uh, uh, with mm-hmm. others. Um, uh, it's it's so important that because we're dealing with millions of millions of customers here is that the, the, the people at whatever level having the ability to empathize, to understand what customers are going through, why they're experiencing challenges, or, or how can we make it as frictionless as possible uh, and that's also a very, very useful uh, skill sets to have. And I would say mm-hmm. thirdly is uh, be able to uh, understand and be able to connect various different digital tools in a sense that yes, digital transformation has been tremendous uh, in because of COVID, because of the transformation forced to, but then ultimately we're working with humans. We're not working with computers, right? Uh, and how can we make the digital tools, digital process, digital e-commerce make it much more human-like? Make it much more easy and approachable, uh, so that so that it's a, so that it's, a sec- a, it's actually successful for the customer to finish through what they need to do
0: yeah so and so that's great it's great point so i heard communication empathy understanding and connecting using technologies and and that's going to be that that, i don't think that's going to go away right (laughs) even with the introduction of the vaccine and people getting into the office i think there's always going to be that hybrid model that we're going to have and having those skill sets are going to be incredibly important as we progress into the future so there is one question i want to ask and and it's you know how important is somebody Especially today, you know, given that people are working remote, how important is it for them to be able to understand your company culture? Is that something that you look for in candidates?
1: I think it's really important to be able to uh, assimilate to someone's uh, a company's culture, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do really agree with that. Um, but I also find it incredibly difficult for a candidate to understand someone's culture, Uh like no amount of interviews could actually give you a sense of what the culture of the company is, uh, either. Right. So yeah. I think it's a bit of an art and science uh, by asking, you know, coaching-like question, but I think sort of powerful question. Really try to unlock and see what the company culture is like. Um, and and I guess in this case, some some sort of tips would be like is that is try to ask open-ended question, uh, asking a question with what. Rather than why, you know or how or you know do you that kind of questions. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes really tease it out to understand, uh, try to really unlock certain things that might might not appear. Um, I guess I guess uh, interviews or hiring, it's just like a dating game, right? And everybody want to put the best foot forward, but sometimes it's not the most transparent or not the most honest uh, interview either right because everybody trying to be the best self um but but by focusing on the nuances by focusing on the body language by asking the what questions that that could give you a bit of a telltale sign of culture
0: excellent So asking a series of what questions instead of how questions is really going to give the candidate a good idea in terms of what the culture is like. So but as somebody who's also hiring them, is that something that you're looking for when you're interviewing people?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In this case, uh, because everything is now done over video, right, rather than face to face meet, uh, at least in Canada still. uh, then then it then I would ask similar sort of questions as well Is more like as you know asking situational questions um asking a little bit more about the personality and what and what what they are like in various different situations and that could help understanding the cultural pieces of it um and also and also because it's, it's now much more flat, right? Uh, in the past, you know, you can see the whole body, you can see the body movement, the handshake and everything. Now it's just in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So I, I also would suggest to, to use a, a different way a, a, and to try to illustrate that there is humor uh, in, in, in the person, right, there is, uh, there is creativity in the person that is beyond just, just, um, just a square on, on Zoom.
0: <laughs> no it makes sense 100 percent. and this is and, and it's actually one of the things i talk about as well is you know when you are on video you know don't let it just be your head or your face you know get like two-thirds of your body into the frame of the video so people so you can be a lot more expressive like you said you know express your body language and show that creativity right because that's that's the only thing that's really going to link you right and, they, and I know earlier when we were talking, you know, I, I thought the number was 300 candidates per per, per position, but now <laughs> we're looking at a thousand people. So, you know, any advantage that you can get to stand out over the thousand other people that are potentially interviewing for the same role, you know, you, you got to do everything that you, you can within your own power to, to make sure that you stand out. So great tip. And, and, and I think it's incredibly relevant, especially for today. And. You know, I, I don't think people are going to be going into the into in, into the office anytime soon to do any sort of interviews I think it's still going to be a lot of it over video so it, great tips is there anything else that you yeah. would look for specifically in a candidate if you were to hire somebody just you know if there was one thing that you that's a must for you what's the one thing that you really look for
1: um, I think another thing that I really look for is ability to connect and break down the silos uh, in a sense that I'm not asking the candidate to, you know, to erase, you know, uh, department borders and things like that. But, mm-hmm. but because uh, it's, it's getting more and more matrix environment in, in most companies, right. And because we all working from home and and the candidate, be able to understand, empathize, but connect and collaborate and influence uh, different departments to get, to the common goal, that's that that's a tremendous skill set to have, uh, especially in the digital transformation customer success department.
0: Okay. No, that's great. And and actually, so a couple of words, communication, empathy, understanding, breaking down barriers and really collaborating, I think is the word that I'm hearing as well with what you're saying, Elliot, you know, you, you got to be Absolutely. the person that collaborates today, right? And if you think that you're going to sit in a corner and do all the work by yourself, think people are going to struggle with that, right? <laughs> Even developers who code, they still need to collaborate with other people, um, you know, in other departments to make sure that they're coding for the right thing, right? And really working on a product that's going to deliver for the organization. So great tips, Elliot. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for that. Is there anything else that you want to add to that? Um, I'd like to add
1: one, uh, one tip for, uh, in terms of a book, um, mm-hmm. This is this book I stumbled upon in a public library. Uh, this is a pretty old book, uh, but it's been something that helps me a lot and also my clients a lot in terms of understanding how to talk about themselves. So, um, uh, the book uh, is called Mastering the Job Interview and Winning the Money Game by Kate Windleton, uh, coming from a series called The Five O'Clock Club. So obviously this, this book is really old. It's, I think it's like 20, 30 years old. But but what's amazing is that is this book make it very easy to understand how to discover and how to do exercise to understand about yourself and about how to package yourself in particular useful for folks who are moving from one industry to the other to move from one road to the other, that is typically not as easy as to package it in your resume.
0: Yeah, okay, great. So what I will do, Elliot, I'll make sure I put a link out to that book in the uh, the show notes so people uh, can find it. And actually that's a new it's one I've never heard of. So definitely one I'm gonna pick up and look at cause it sounds very interesting. So, so it's Kate Windleton, right? I think that's the name that you mentioned. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. take a look. So as we get to the end of our podcast, Elliot, I know, you know, you've given us a a slew of information in terms of, you know, what you did, you know, in terms of your journey and how you prepared, you gave us some tips on what you look for as a, as a director who hires people for his team, you know, empathy, communication, understanding, connecting and collaborating. So great tips in terms of, you know, just helping the audience member understand what it is they need to do to succeed. If people wanted to get a hold of you and connect with you somehow, how would they do that?
1: Yeah, they could uh, connect me on LinkedIn. Um, the easiest way to get to my LinkedIn profile is actually going to my, uh, to my website, which is Elliot, e-l-l-i-o-t-n-g.com. That would go directly to my LinkedIn profile. Uh, and for those who want to learn a bit more about my coaching style, you can also go to my coaching website. In this case, it's mthcoach.com.
0: Okay. I'll make sure I include that in the show notes as well. So if people are listening and they want to just, you know, take a look into your profile and learn more about your coaching and what you do there, I think that would be great. You know, I'll make sure I include the the links in there. So Elliot, thank you again for your time today for, for, you know, spending, you know, this time with us and sharing your knowledge and your expertise and, and just your experience around what it takes to succeed in the job search process. And also to let us know what it is, people need to do to be successful in their own job search. So thank you for that. And thank you for for taking the time to, to talk with us today.
1: Thank you so much, John. Really pleasure talking to all
0: of you. And that is it for this episode of the Canadian Job Search Podcast. Wishing you all a great one. Talk to you all soon. Take care.